Hello there, my name is Michelle Matthews, and I believe that if you have something to say, you should say it. You shouldn't hold it in for fear of what people might think or how it may be perceived. What you have to say is valid. You have a voice and you should use it. So here's something that I want to share with you before I go. Hello, everyone, and thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Before I Go podcast. Every Tuesday and Thursday morning, I go for a four to five mile run at 5 a.m. When my alarm goes off at 4.20, I get up, put on my running clothes, make the bed, clean the litter box, feed the cat, start the coffee, put on my running shoes, grab my wallet and headphones, and chill at the door for 10 minutes before I head out the door. This morning, I forgot my headphones. I was more than halfway to my destination, so I could not turn around, and I never forget my headphones. So I took this to mean something. It could have meant that I'm getting forgetful in my old age, but I would rather take it to mean that God wanted to tell me something this morning. He wanted me to not be distracted by music or a podcast. He wanted me to clearly hear from him. So I started running and I listened and listened and listened. Finally, after about a mile, I heard this. The most important relationship that you will ever have is the one that you have with yourself. Now, before you roll your eyes or stop listening, this is not about the joys of being single. It's also not about being booed up or being married. This is about the relationship that you have with yourself, how you feel about yourself, how you set boundaries and how you take care of yourself. Because ultimately, the relationship that you have with yourself will influence every relationship that you have with other people. If you treat yourself with respect, then you are unlikely to allow anyone to treat you with disrespect. Does that make sense? And it all starts with self-acceptance. This can be difficult for some people, especially women, because from an early age, we are told what to do, how to act, what's proper, and what isn't. We are told we should be smiling, we should be pleasant, we should learn how to cook, we can't leave the house without a slip, and the list goes on and on. We are operating under a blueprint that we had no input in creating. Many of us were taught lessons to specifically prepare us to be wives and mothers. Well, what happens if marriage and children are just not in the cards? As adults, we have to somehow figure out what works best for us without the influence of our parents or, or teachers or friends. Don't get me wrong, some of the lessons are good ones, but we have to figure out what we can keep and what we can let go of. We have to learn how to make decisions based on what is best for us and not what is best for others. It's not always that simple. For example, when I was a teenager, I was told that girls do not call boys. I was told this not only by my mother, but also by my boyfriend's mother. If a boy is interested, then he will contact you, period. And to this day, I have a hard time initiating phone calls to men. 
<laughs> Self-acceptance is key. Accepting ourselves allows us to more easily accept others. It allows us to establish clear boundaries and will lessen the likelihood of us allowing others to breach those boundaries. I read an article on the Happify Daily website. It was written by Natalie Edwards, who is a transformational coach and yoga teacher, and it outlines five ways to maintain a healthy relationship with yourself. And I wanna share those with you. Number one, practice being grateful for your body. How can you show gratitude for your body today? Did it carry you through the day? Say thank you. Did your body get you up a flight of stairs? Say thank you. Did your body allow you to birth children? Say thank you. Seriously, when was the last time you were grateful for your body? Maybe it's not perfect, but show yourself and your body some grace. I challenge you to take a few minutes to look in the mirror and look at your body and give yourself a compliment. Number two, be kind to yourself. Take yourself to dinner, get a massage and a facial, buy yourself some flowers, treat your body with kindness by eating properly and moving more regularly. The kinder you are to your body, the kinder it will be to you. Number three, let go of your inner perfectionist. Perfectionism has got to be the number one enemy of progress. So many times we don't get things done because we wait until every little detail is perfect. Perfect to who though? And I'm not saying you should half-ass your way through life, but when perfectionism is causing you stress or depression, it's time to let go and move on. Number four, let go of judgment. Stop judging others and stop judging yourself. We're all just out here doing our best. Replace judgment with kindness and compassion. And number five, begin to notice your internal critic. You do not have to be so critical of yourself. I know that we're usually our own worst enemies, but how about we normalize being our greatest supporters? Practice positive self-talk. Don't allow yourself to speak to yourself in a way that you would never allow anyone else to speak to you. You are an amazing human being, and if no one else tells you that, tell it to yourself. It is never too late to develop a more positive relationship with yourself. It's not self-indulgent, and it is more than simple self-care. A positive relationship with yourself is creating a foundation for all your other relationships. A positive relationship with yourself will remove the idea that you are not complete if you're not in a relationship. You are a complete and whole person on your own. You are the cake. Anything else is just icing. Well, that's all I have for today. Thank you so much for listening. But before I go, let me share this with you from Wayne Dyer. If you don't love yourself, nobody will. Not only that, you won't be good at loving anyone else. Loving starts with the self. I'll see you next time. Thank you.